I'm Asan, and this is a an exceptional podcast. Exceptional not in the quality of the podcast, exceptional in the <laughs> fact that I'm doing a podcast about a press conference. I mean, more or less, this is what our life has become as Manchester City supporters. Pep Guardiola's just done his pre-Aston Villa press conference, and joining me to discuss the violence that Guardiola has once again chosen, once again chosen, I've got Lloyd. Afternoon. Afternoon. You feeling suitably brave heart after that? Bloody hell. Um, I felt quite emotional, to be honest, watching that. Um, you know, in a, in a good way, obviously. Um, but it's, it's nice to be able to talk. I know we're going to talk a bit about kind of the Premier League's case and everything, but it's nice to talk about something a little bit different. Um but no, I think my over my overriding emotion was just pride, really, and like like I have felt when we've been in other sticky situations. Pep, Pep, this is actually when Pep's at his best, and you know, I was I was talking to a few journalists before before the press conference, and they all pretty much to a man expected him to just point to the statement and go, "Let's talk about let's talk about the weekend." But I don't think he could have literally done more the opposite if he tried Mm. i mean the fact that i think it it landed at over 20 minutes i don't think he's done a press conference this season that has landed at over 20 minutes Uh, i'd be very surprised if there's more than one or two in his entirety of the entirety of his time at city that have lasted that long um i think before we get into the specifics of some of the things i think the overriding sense i have is that I feel more confident now than I have done at any point this week that the Premier League mm. are going to get royally fucked. Um, I think there's something that we... the So, yeah. So, let me throw this over to you. I think the thing that jumped out at me, because he said it three on three separate occasions in answer to three different questions, was, what happens if we're innocent? Who's going to repair the damage if we're innocent? I think that... To me, that almost, he led with it in his first answer and he, he came back to it a couple of times. And I think it's almost a a very pointed reminder at all the writers in that room that everything has lent in one direction in the media. And mm. the question is a fair one because there has to be at some point an existential conversation about well look if city if the if the independent panel go no there is nothing here of that nature how do city redress the balance what will the 19 or the premier league clubs do to redress that balance absolutely yeah and the the thing the thing that makes it more remarkable is the, the the guy has absolutely no obligation to do that today um like i think it's such a difficult position for him to be put in to have to talk about this um you know it, it's a highly technical case it's very emotive um it it's it's it would be super easy for him to get very wound up i think one of the main things i took away was how just incredibly calm he was talking about it um, I think there's only really one point where he gets slightly exasperated. I think that's Ian Ladyman's question, isn't it? You said which is the one yes. 
the one do to do with. Do you think the 19 other clubs uh, have it in for you? Do you think they don't like you? That was the question. Exactly. And he, and he name-checked Daniel Levy, which is great, by the way. He's like, the other CEOs, Daniel Levy. <laughs> um, but I just, yeah, it's just... It's he just he has absolutely no obligation to do that, and I think that shows should show more than anything. A he wants to come out swinging for this club, and he gets it, and he he feels I think what a lot of City fans feel right now, and I think for your manager to demonstrate that you can't almost ask for anything more no. um, as a fan, and you know obviously we've had a few. As fans, I think we've had a few teething problems a little bit with Pep this season that maybe we haven't had in other seasons. But I just think the way that he has reacted to this and the way he reacted with the cast news as well and, and what went on there, I just think it it is just such a, such a, such a tick to him as a bloke, um, as a manager. And I just have the utmost respect for him. Um and it's made. I agree with you. It's made me feel, you know, more confident. There's that he completely exuded confidence there in in City's position. Um, and look, you know, it's still got to be heard by the panel. And Pep, you know, made that point clearly. But I, I couldn't not watch that and kind of be beaming ear to ear. Yeah, um, I think the the confidence that you talk about, the thing that gives me. Um, the thing that fills me with confidence is one of the things we know about Pep is that he's a, he's his own man. Nobody at the club can tell Pep what to say, what to do, or how to behave, or how to react to any given situation. Yeah. He's completely and utterly autonomous in that sense. So, and whatever way you spin it, he he's a very emotional man. It's very rare that Guardiola can hide his emotions. And the thing that fills me with not just confidence, but with pride as well, is how much he believes in his people. The, the mm. Again, if you look at, there's a lot of motifs that were repeated in that press conference, yeah? And one of the ones that kept jumping out again is it's like, do you want me to believe the 19 other clubs or do you want me to believe my people? I'm sorry, guys. I'm only going to believe my people. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's, you know, more props to him for it and for for putting it like that. Um, I think one thing that I found really funny about it, just taking a slight step back, is I just find he is a remarkable man that he is able to speak with that calmness, that conviction, that kind of understanding of this whole process yet when a journo asks him which players are available at the weekend he just don't want to talk about it <laughs> he's like yeah you know we've got some guys uh, we'll decide on we'll decide tomorrow and just leave it at that yeah yeah he basically goes on a 20 minute diatribe about how we're going to get Paul Dick off and Mike Summerby back you know we were there at main road we're we're, we're fine in the lower leagues like he's literally he's like swinging um, yeah, I think, but I do crazy. think we have to. I do think we have to acknowledge that you know, whether whether Pep likes it or not, his legacy as a football manager will indelibly be linked with his legacy to City. Um, so there is a there is a personal vested interest for Pep 
to not just come out swinging, but defend the club, defend the integrity of the club, because it defends the integrity of his achievements. And I think that you see very clearly, again, if you look at some of the comments in the press conference, yeah, they're very, you know, he 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 remembers the nine teams that wrote the letter to UEFA. Yeah, he he reeled them. Didn't have a problem. Didn't have a problem reeling them off, did he? No, right. He didn't have a problem. He didn't misremember anything. He knew exactly who wrote that letter, and then he said they wanted to take the position that we'd won on the pitch. And again, if you look at motifs and you look at themes, it's something that it's really important that he brought it back to that, and he brought it back to that two or three times. The fact that what him and his team achieved on the pitch. Other people wanted to take those achievements without winning them on the pitch. And I think that those shots are a reminder of how unedifying the media coverage and the kind of dancing on the grave of City that has happened this week, how unedifying that is. And when you begin to talk about reallocation of titles, what you're actually talking about in that instance you're really talking about something that is removed from sporting merit. You're mm. talking about dishing out accolades, not based on sporting merit, but based on court cases. So I think it was important that he that he got that across. Did you catch the bit where he said that I would say that they, Khaldun and Soriano, are more confident, more confident. Yeah. against the Premier League than they were against UEFA? Again, I do not for one moment believe that Guardiola would say that unless he felt it. Yeah. So that's, I think that was one of the most noticeable things to me. And I wanted to talk about that because that's a big thing to say. Yep. Publicly. Yep. Like he has, he has, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's very little to be gained from that. You know, if it goes wrong, um, and Pep will know that he's a smart guy. And to, to name check those two guys as well, again, you know, he's putting his neck on the line there. And he's obviously kind of referencing our CEO and chairman at the same time, who he's obviously got a very good relationship with. So look, for him to do that, I, I, that raised my eyebrows in a bit of an Ancelotti way. But I think that demonstrates probably just how confident, not just he, but those guys and, you know, the other guys around the table um, that are part of the conversations at the kind of high board level are about about the situation because that's just not something that you say unless you feel very sure of your position. Um, so I thought that was really, really noticeable. And um, I mean, there's an element, I think, <laughs> just being a City fan that hearing me say that, hearing him say that makes me think, oh my God, he's so confident. Maybe we should be more confident. Um, and there's obviously a bit in us that that makes you think, oh God, I hope he's not overconfident just because of the way some, things have sometimes gone with City. But I think ultimately, like you say, I think for him to say that, it's big, it's, it's big stuff. It's big, big stuff. I think, you know, one of the things that I, and I said it in the week that I, I the, the, the thing that makes me confident is Khaldun. And the reason I say that is just because of the context of Manchester City Football Club and where it sits within his, within the retinue of everything else that he does. And I just feel 
in my gut that there's no way that he would preside over any public-facing business with Abu Dhabi's name attached to it that was that had involved itself in such a deep and concerted level of mismanagement mismanagement yeah um i just i I find i found that very hard to believe anyway and seeing pep talk it reminds me that it isn't you know this isn't soriano against the 19 other ceos it really isn't and when you remove that from it when you remove the kind of personal nature of the attack and make no mistakes this is a personal attack on city when you remove the personal nature of it, it is just going to be their lawyers against our lawyers. And ultimately, if we are right, and we feel, and I certainly feel that we are in the right here, then when the other shoe drops and we're found not guilty, I hope and I pray that Khaldun and the people in Abu Dhabi decide that they want something, that they want a pound of flesh mm. off somebody. God, I'd love to see what that is. If that day, if that day hopefully comes around, that'll be, uh, I think we'll have another interesting press conference. I <laughs> might be doing a podcast that day. So, um, can I ask you a question? Go on. So, obviously we're recording this immediately after the press conference. So, we haven't. I haven't. I literally haven't seen any any kind of reaction to it, bar what a few City fans have said. Just to try and not a devil's advocate, but just think about it from the other side. Do you think there's any? Is there any element of you think? I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm just. I think it's worth worth considering. There's any element that Pep exuded overconfidence there, and that he was trying to almost protect his legacy, or did you? Was there no kind of element um, of overconfidence that you gleaned from like his comments and also not just his comments, but the way he kind of held himself? No, absolutely not. I think it's a disingenuous quest- question on your part to begin with, um, because I think that he's been put in a fucking impossible position by the fact that if he'd have gone out there, like we said at the top, and gone, the club have put a statement out, I'm not saying anything else on the matter, talk to me about Villa, he'd have got shit for that. Yeah? So... And that wouldn't have been justified in my I, in my case, but yeah, I know what you mean. No, but he would have got lo- he would have got tons of shit for it. So he's chosen to come out and express his opinion. Now, if you're asking me whether Guardiola himself was disingenuous in that press conference goes back to the comment I made at the top of this podcast. Pep is his own man in in a way that maybe no other football manager in, in the league is. Nobody can tell Pep what to do at Man City. Nobody can tell him what to do. Nobody can tell him what to feel. So if, if he's come out swinging, he's come out swinging because he wants to. And the idea of protecting a legacy, he's got a legacy and he should want to protect it. Why shouldn't he protect his legacy? He's been, mm. you know, the the best coach this league has ever seen. I mean, he's well within his rights to want to protect that legacy, but more importantly, he's well within his rights, especially because it's clear he believes it. He's well within his rights to speak passionately and forthrightly about what's happening. And now let me ask you something. Are you surprised 
by one the number of times that he's said the 19 other clubs have done this he doesn't give them a pass he doesn't say the Premier League board or the chairman or no. He said it's the 19 other clubs. In the same way it was nine clubs with UEFA, he said it's the 19 other clubs that have done this. Mm. Has it? Does it surprise you the kind of fucking choose violence nature of, of the way in which he's gone after the 19 other clubs? Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now, or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.